Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of What We Think. Uh, this one is a little bit special because this is part of our Let's Talk series where we talk about some controversial topics um, and really just spend the entire episode just discussing them and considering different arguments or opinions about the topic. So for this one, we are going to be talking about cultural appropriation. But before we dive in, we have some guests we want to introduce and, of course, life updates to give. So, Mandira, why don't you start us off? Okay, so um, today was actually a roller coaster. Um, on our <laughs> TikTok for my work that I made, like, I work at like, a concession stand, and we made a TikTok, and today I got my first hate comments, and it was honestly oh. kind of traumatizing, but it was fine because I posted an apology video, and it was, <laughs> it was okay. I got through it. My mom's actually really nervous. She's reading this book about how, like, social media negatively impacts people's mental health, and now she's, like, freaking out because she's like, don't get depressed because people <laughs> give you hate. <laughs> My but, mom went through that whole phase. She's like, it's our fault. It's all of the adults' fault for making the kids addicted to social media by giving them <laughs> phones and everything. And she had this entire phase, and my goodness. Well, I just hope to see hope to see you live through that thank you hopefully she'll see that anyways um for me um my mom is actually starting to work as a student teacher yeah so it's very interesting um but that also means that we me and my sisters have to do more so this week I had to make dinner and I made lasagna um and I didn't even make it by myself. My mom helped me through half of it. And it was so, oh my God, my my cooking skills are very pathetic. That's all I'm going to say on the topic. At least it was edible. At least it was edible. Oh, and our guests are Senna and Sneha today. They Senna also works with us on what we think. And you guys have probably heard her in if you listen to our earlier episodes. But what are some life updates for you guys too? Um... We're just sharing some random things, right? Um, the highlight of this week is probably just losing my debit card. <gasps> you did what? Where did you yeah. lose it? I'm not really sure. I think it's just like in a jacket somewhere, you know? But um, the new one's supposed to be shipped like a few days ago. It hasn't yet. I was kind of concerned about that. Um, did you have a lot of uh, money in your bank account? Thankfully, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my mom used to, we, we used to, like, my dad used to not know about our debit cards, so whenever we'd go to his house, or, like, sometimes she'd make us, like, throw our debit cards away in the school trash bins, so he wouldn't find out. It was, it was a really confusing childhood. Oh, my God, what? <laughs> but it's really easy to cancel them, so I'm glad that you're figuring this out. <laughs> we should, we'll, we'll dive into your childhood in another episode. That was a very loaded sentence. <laughs> oh, and Sneha, what about you? Um, so today I went to the school to, like, pick up my laptop, and it was, like, really stressful, because I saw, like, people that I kind of knew, and they were, like, talking to me, and it was just, like, not a fun experience. Oh, my so, God. Yeah. <laughs> For the first when time, like, a really long time. Mm-hmm. When I went, I literally had to FaceTime Sarah from the car before I went in. I was, like, <laughs> shaking. I had to hype you. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I hyped you up and I was like, you know, you have your own license now. So if something goes wrong, you can always hightail it back to your car and get out of there. Mm-hmm. Thank God. 
Oh, yeah, you but, had to come early, right? Mm-hmm, I had to, like, stand in front of the school with, like, welcome back signs. It was traumatizing. Yeah, apparently, like, Cardi B was playing on repeat this entire <laughs> week. Oh, my God. Mr. Nella would not let that happen. He was, he's a big stickler about, like, appropriate words. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I think it was definitely the censored version. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. That's pretty good life updates. Um, so we'll go in. Actually, the reason um, we picked this topic is actually because of Senna and Sneha. We saw it on your guys' Instagram stories. So thank you guys for this episode. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about why you guys, uh, what you guys did on the Instagram story and why you decided to do it? So basically we put a couple pictures up on our Instagram stories that like a lot of people thought was like cultural appropriation. Uh it was one of Beyonce's music video where she uh wears like Indian henna and she like kind of dresses up like like an Indian person would. And uh Kim Kardashian wearing braids was one of them and an- another picture of Kim Kardashian wearing like uh like a sexy version of a like East Asian clothing, and then it was the fox eye trend, and then we put a poll up that said, "Is this offensive or like cultural appropriative?" Because not for like every single instance, but like for a majority of the things that people get canceled for in this like topic, we believe that it's not as offensive as it actually is. So yeah, yeah. So like basically, recently, like cultural appropriation has become such a big thing. And obviously, like, the majority of, like, our generation, people with, like, our views, you know, are, like, yeah, it's a bad thing. It's kind of, like, everyone agrees. But then, like, the more we were thinking about it, after all, like, the BLM protests happened and happened in the riots and everything, we were, like, like, we realized it's such, like, a small thing. And then when we started talking about it, we just kind of realized, like, we think it's kind of taking away from some bigger issues. And it's, like we kind of see it as something that just divides people for no reason you know like what is the problem like yeah no that definitely makes sense yeah no but before we get into like everything that you guys feel let's break it down for some people who might not know what culture appropriation is so basically culture appropriation it can also be called cultural misappropriation i didn't know that until sarah told me but it's basically where it's the adoption of an element or elements of one culture by members of another culture. And it can be controversial when members of like the dominant culture appropriate from like a disadvantaged or minority cultures. And so that's where like the whole controversial part comes in. Now to kind of like expand on that, um, the reason I actually like for cultural appropriation, whenever I heard that term, I never really understood like why it was like offensive. that's why I like using cultural misappropriation better because it just has a little bit of like a more like it's more clear that it's not a good thing so there's a difference between um in my opinion and there's a difference between like appreciating a culture and like embracing parts of it like I have no problem because I'm Indian and I'm Muslim I have no problem uh, with people um wearing Indian clothes and stuff like that but there is a, a line between wearing and appreciating a culture and um and respecting where it comes from, because you have to respect the origins uh, versus just taking it out of context and disregarding the history behind it. And I will actually 
there's a really good example of this, um, and which with Shan, who uh, who really got into a controversy with that <laughs> recently. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, we do live in a very globalized society. Like, a lot of stuff that we just do on like a re- regular basis comes from other cultures, like the food we eat, like the type of exercises that we do, like yoga, karate, all this different stuff. Like, just simple things that like every kid grows up doing like isn't necessarily from their culture so that's why it's like kind of hard for a lot of people to see that certain things might cross the line when like other things don't and today we're gonna try to figure out like at least in our opinions where that line is and like if there is a line you know um so sarah talked about like the difference between appreciation and appropriation and like that's kind of like what I like I agree with her because like in, in Beyonce's case she like wore like the clothes properly and like n- like even as like an Indian I didn't have a problem with her like doing henna like literally everyone like so many people do and like wearing like a sari and stuff but like in Kim Kardashian's case she wore like I don't know the exact name but it's like a Chinese it's a traditional Chinese clothing and she like kind of like fetishized and made it like more like sexier than it actually is which kind of disrespects it but in general I feel like there's like cultural exchanges like all over like within countries and stuff so like to kind of like not like exactly segregating but to like to put like them into like different groups is kind of weird to me because it's kind of like going backwards in my opinion if you're like saying only we can wear this only like we can wear this like that's like like I just don't agree with that absolutely like at this point like especially with the world so connected with social media and the internet everyone is so globalized as Mandira said and it just makes no sense for people to say like um say only Asian people can do karate karate or like only Indian people can wear desi clothes or put on henna because at the end of the day like culture it exists a lot of even like Indian food it didn't come without the Colombian exchange like tomatoes is such a foundation for a ton of Indian Indian foods and I didn't know this until this year in history I learned that a lot of the dishes that we have they wouldn't be possible without the Colombian exchange in the first place which is a basically yeah. a big exchange of goods during Columbus's time yeah uh sorry you said that um that like people's argument I don't know is this I don't know if it's exactly what you said but like um it's a problem because sometimes people are like the cultures aren't respected but then like celebrities for example won't respect the cultures mm-hmm. where where like what they're appreciating like like kim kardashian not pre- respecting east asian culture and then wearing east asian clothing is a problem but i think those are these like it's a completely different thing because whether or not <clears throat> kim kardashian wears dreads or Beyonce wears Daisy clothes or any of that, they should respect the culture where it comes from. That should just be expected, like whether or not they want to adopt any parts of the culture. Yeah, and so the reason I'm glad you brought that up, and the reason I was like more big on the respect is because, uh, for example, like Sneha brought up um, how when Kim Kardashian when she wore the, uh, the East Asian like the clothing and it she just like sexualized it which is not how it was supposed to be and that's kind of disrespecting because another example of this is actually really good and it's really prevalent especially uh, I know a couple years ago Victoria's Secret they got in big trouble 
for a fashion show that they did, but they had them, um, they had a model where like the really big, you know, like the, um, the indigenous, uh, crown, like the feather crowns and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So that's, so that's their equivalent of like a purple heart or like a medal of honor. So it's a really high, it's a really high level of honor um that you have to earn and it takes a really long time for you to achieve that so for them to just use it um on the runway with people like wearing bikinis and stuff it was like really disrespectful and totally out of context so there was a you know there's a difference between like say wearing like a navajo bracelet and doing like a crown like wearing a crown like the feather crown for halloween or um as part of a fashion show mm-hmm. um so what I'm going to say next is kind of be kind of controversial, but like, so in like the case of like black hair and stuff, I, I, like, and before I say this, like, I feel like the main problem with the cultural appropriation and everything is like cancel culture, which is like, there's like so many things wrong with cancel culture. Like, and that's like a completely, like, that's like kind of different, but um, like with black hair, like people like start to like cancel people, like if they like wear braids or like like if they like wear corners and stuff and obviously like if a white girl like goes and wear corners like it's bad for her hair so like that's kind of dumb of her to do it but I feel like that shouldn't be offensive because like you see like Kim Kardashian one of the pictures we posted on our stories was Kim Kardashian wearing braids and like people were so quick to like judge and cancel her when then then she came out with like her story being like oh my daughter who's half black like didn't feel comfortable with her own hair so she wore it out to like so her daughter feels comfortable with her like natural hair so like the problem like the main problem I see especially with like like black hair and like 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 cultural appropriation is just like people don't get like the full story and people just expect everyone to do it out of like spot like out of like in with a bad like thought in their head rather than like with actually like appreciating and like the problem is you can't go and like see everyone on the street like and like know their whole story before like like taking part of someone else's culture Mm -hmm. I definitely agree like I had no idea that that was the backstory behind what Kim Kardashian did but I feel like it's a I know in that case, it was, it was like, a good thing, like, what she was doing. She was trying to give her daughter, like, self-confidence in her hair and stuff. But I feel like when a lot of celebrities who have a big platform, like, do these sort of things where they're taking stuff from other cultures and they might not be, I actually, like, I don't know. Like, in some cases, I don't know how it works with black hair. Like, I'm not black, you know, like, I don't understand how that must feel when, like, because they feel like oppressed in this country and then the same people are taking their hair styles and stuff. like I don't know how that would feel you know I saw yeah and like, I, I forgot was, to, I saw it I, I forgot to say this earlier but like a main problem that like black people have with other people taking like taking part in like their hairstyles and stuff is um is that like they get like like people like they can lose their jobs and like get sent home from school because of their hairstyles while like sl- like white people can wear out and like and stuff like that but like like and that is obviously like a big problem but I think like 
making it like saying that like it's only black people that can wear it and like having a stigma around everyone else wearing it makes it makes that hairstyle just like like just the hairstyle alone have a stigma around it so like you're going to like you're gonna think that like oh that hairstyle equals bad like because every time I saw someone that would like wear that hairstyle I'd be like oh that's like culture appropriative rather than being like oh they're actually like appreciating their culture and I feel like that kind of like makes it worse for like black people going out and wearing it because then they realize like because like the white people especially like the racist people are going to be like oh they get to do it and I don't like that's kind of annoying for me and like they're just going to hate the hairstyle even more you know rather than just like letting everyone take part in their culture mm-hmm. yeah absolutely um, and um yeah so when you're that reminded me of like the fox eye trend which is a bit different because it's like a feature versus a hairstyle but I remember like the argument against that was like we were getting like one of the arguments is like Asian people would get bullied for the shape of their eyes and now people want to imitate that because it's a trend and then like the same with like black hair like um they face discrimination because of it but then when white people do it it's like oh that's like non-black people do it it's like seen as like oh that's cool you know but the thing is like it's just because like it's a trend maybe that's like that's not a good way for that like trait or that like hairstyle to get in to get to become accepted like just like it starts off as that being a trend and then people start to accept it that's not good you know but it's like a way for it to become acceptable and I don't know I don't know if that makes sense but like yeah I I kind of of understand where you're coming from like saying that if it becomes more mainstream then it won't be as stigmatized anymore Mm-hmm. like what I was thinking of is kind of like a personal thing but like I have like really big eyebrows I know, like relatively and like when I was younger like I was I wasn't like bullied but I was picked fun of for it you know and then when I got a little older like it became a trend and I was like excited I was happy about that I was like finally you know even that's not good that it had to become a trend for people to like accept it it was like when the trend passes like it's still accepted you know what I mean Mm-hmm. I never thought of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that definitely makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. That was see, like that's why I really like these uh, let's talk episodes because it really lets us explore different opinions and perspectives and understand where they're coming from rather than just like shutting them down, which is the problem when you are extremely polarized and won't talk to people that think differently than. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And like with cultural appropriation in general, it's like when you get down, like if you want to become super specific and like meticulous about like everything, like like you were saying, like tomatoes, you know, everything, if we examine like everything, every part of our lives, like it's from a different culture. And like <clears throat> if we want to get that specific, it's like where do you draw the line, you know? And like even in countries and like outside of the west like in india like india wasn't just made up it wasn't just india it was like a bunch of little groups and then they all had separate cultures that shared a lot of similarities and then they like they had cultural connections and exchanges and then their cultures mixed and like that's how it's worked for the like all of history you know it's like why stop now um i want to say like one last like one more thing um but like a lot of the times like on social media when I see like something that might be controversial when they're like taking part in someone else's culture a lot of the comments I see are like 
not from people that actually are part of that culture. It's, like, mainly, like, white people. Or like, I mean, I don't want to say white people, but it's, like, it's not people that are part of that culture. And it's kind of, like, like, it's kind of, like, the white savior mentality. They they think they're, like, doing right when, like, because I, like, I remember, like, people, like, like, in, especially, like, I, like, this one example is, like, K-pop and K-pop. Like, they use a lot of Indian culture. And they wear, like, bindis and they, like, uh, like like use like those like scarves or whatever um and a lot of people got mad but it's like I'm Indian and I really don't care so I don't like I I guess like if other Indian people care then like that's a different story but it's like a lot of the comments I saw were by white people and I was like like it like if it doesn't offend the people that actually are part of that culture it shouldn't offend you guys like you know exactly and like the reason and that's like so important because like the entire like argument of cultural appropriation versus appreciation is like just showing like be, making it respected and like like for the example that you're saying of like how it was being used in k-pop like they see clothes or fashion and the bindis like they were using it appropriately and um a lot of things in they see culture for example like the henna and stuff it's not just it's not like sacred or it's not meant for just one thing it's very broad it's very diverse and it's really um a way for to bring people together so in the end like even if you were part if you see something that you think is cultural appropriation and it's um but you're not part of that culture don't be so quick to call someone out or shut them down or cancel them um because you don't know if it actually is and maybe seek out the advice or the opinion of someone from that culture Yeah, definitely. And um, what Sneha was saying about, like, K-pop and stuff, like, that, like, uh, Indian culture being represented in K-pop, like, you can just look at it. It doesn't just have to be, like, not a bad thing. You we're, We don't just have to argue as, like, it's not cultural appropriation. It's also, like, a good thing, you know, if, like, like K-pop is pretty, like, worldwide, you know, it's international. It's, like, reaches a lot of places. It's, like, Indian kids seeing their culture represented in K-pop in a positive way is like pretty good you know like people want representation you know that's I think that's a good thing and then also about like oh you know it's like like internet activism like we all have like after the Black Lives Matter movement I feel like it's there's been like a surge of people just posting those little like informative quotes you know posts on their story like we all do it but then like every time I see one about cultural appropriation I'm like I'm like some other things like there are bigger issues and like someone taking the time to make a post talking about this subject and like which isn't that important relatively you know like you can take that time to focus on other things that like are hurt people like are hurting people in real life like police brutality and like discrimination like instead of talking about why like non-black people shouldn't wear shouldn't wear braids we can talk about like why how like the problems that black people who wear braids face you know it's just like taking away from some better things I feel like okay so I kind of get what you're where you're coming from but at the same time I want to say in response to that um that when we were talking about like the black lives matter movement and systematic racism it's not just police brutality it's like the entire like societal view about black people or black culture and that entire in in and that entire demographic and that doesn't 
And that can't just end if you by reforming the system, uh, like by reforming how the police works. It's also part of reforming our mentality. And part of that is tackling um, cultural appropriation head on. And that doesn't mean calling out someone for because calling out someone for wearing like braids or something, but it means making natural hair, black people's natural hair, um, acceptable in professional settings and academic settings. It means um, respecting and like recognizing that a lot of fashion trends started in the in black communities and kind of recognizing where it came from. So you're not um, stripping them of their voice when it becomes mainstream. And that is, I think, part of what is going to help level the playing field by showing that they're equal contributors to society. Um, And that's why I think like these smaller things gradually add up to the big movements that you were talking about. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not saying like, those things don't matter. I'm just saying there's like, it's, we can more it's important like things negative, to advocate like about. More positive, you know. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, uh, absolutely. I'm just saying like what I think. Yeah, I also, there was always something that like just like didn't sit right with me about this sort of stuff was like a lot of times, at least like, you know, like colonialism and stuff, if we go like way back, it was like, like, I don't know, like, white people would want to, like, come over to other countries and they'd want to put on their type of living and, like, take away from... Like, their culture. Yeah, their culture. And now it just, like, feels wrong that, like, now they want to take it and, like, praise it. Now, I, I don't know. Like, that always just, like, didn't fit, feel right with me. It's, like just let them have it i don't know after like hundreds of years of oppressing their mm-hmm. culture now they're taking the culture and making it part of them without kind of recognizing their the history behind it i think that's the biggest i think that's the problem that's the biggest problem people have is like taking something from somebody else's culture without like recognizing where it came from mm-hmm. and on that topic like for me i agree with sneha and senna um, like in with all of like the smaller things, I don't really understand why people need to be called out for that as much. But there's some big ones that I think most people can agree are like big no-nos. So going back at the beginning, I talked about Xi'an, which was um, a very um, clear example of cultural misappropriation, taking something from somebody else's culture totally out of context. Um, and when you do stuff like that, it can really disrespect something. For example, Shan was selling like Muslim prayer mats. This is not really cultural, it's more religious, but they were selling prayer mats as just decorative rugs. Um, and for some Muslims, that's like really um, offensive because it's like what we pray on, right? So that's, a, I feel like that's a good example of cultural misappropriation can you guys think yeah. of any other ones well or to like be honest like for that one i don't know where i stand on that like i don't really have like fully formed opinions so i don't want to like say but the thing is i just want to add on like i agree with what you're saying but then also like i'm muslim too and um like those rugs like don't have an actual like on their own they, meaning, they don't really have yeah. any meaning by themselves so i just want to say that but yeah that's what really sure yeah about that's what i think about that, that's why i said sorry sorry 
Yeah, I that's why I said some Muslims because also like I'm Muslim and for me those prayer mats are not like holy like half the time I just leave it laying in my room and walk around and put stuff on it. Like it's pretty, it should be out there. Um but for some I'm just saying for like for some Muslims it is because depending on like what sect you are or like yeah. how like your culture has influenced your religion, um the prayer mat can hold some significance so that's why for me personally it didn't it wouldn't offend okay no I wouldn't say it didn't offend me because I still thought it was wrong that you were just selling it as a rug without saying because it had pictures of like the like the Kaaba which is like a very holy place and it was just um totally taken out of context and it wasn't even the culture wasn't even represented in what they had named the item, something definitely felt off about it but i'm not really sure uh yeah so i feel like that was definitely bad and that's like like it's the same way how like not like the same way but it's like the same like genre of cultural appropriation as like kim kardashian wearing like a fetishized and sexualized version of like chinese um like ethnic like clothing because like as long as you're like respecting it and you know where it comes from, I feel like it should be fine to do it. That's like that's why I'm like confused why like people take offense to like black hair when like like when it, like I I get it like it, they're like oh it's not even meant for like white people's hair but it's like but like um Sana was talking about this I mean me and Sana were talking about this like earlier but like a lot of people like like, white people also, like, a lot of people, like, go to, like, Mexico and, like, like, South America and, uh, as, like, tourists, and, like, they get their hair braided, and I don't think they should get, like, like, if a celebrity goes to Mexico or, like, I don't know, like, just, like, as, like, a tourist, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, but, um, like, if they go somewhere and, like, get their hair braided by, like, someone that makes their living off of that, like, it shouldn't be, like, culture appropriative, it should be, like, like, it should be, like, kind of like appreciative because like people are actually like like they definitely like, know where it comes from especially like now that like everyone knows like and there's kind of a stigma around like black hair I feel like everyone knows that like <laughs> uh braids come from black hair so yeah mm-hmm. yeah and like with braids specifically we were talking about how um like a lot of the conversation about braids and like all the controversy was about box braids specifically which people are like that specifically is like part of African American, African American, not just like African culture, and how like, uh, some I heard some people were saying like it's fine if white people or non-black people do like cornrows and like these other types, but like box braids specifically are like, kind of off limits. But then I was like I googled it a bit, you know, and box braids come from Egypt, which is like now is not a black country. Like people there are not black, you know, and like but. It's like people now from Egypt are like mixed with different things and like I don't know it's just like like why it's like would would it be offensive if like someone from there did it when they're not black and they don't have I don't know it's just like like all these cultures have been like mixing and like it's come from so many different things like why would it be off limits you know I don't know That's but like aside from that perfect. like um this is kind of different it's something new but um sorry um 
me and Sneha, we found this thing on Twitter where this this person was saying it was like a post. It's kind of ridiculous. They they it was like a note list, uh, iPhone notes app screenshot of like a, a like a two page list of words that were like, um, and the person said, if you say any of these words, you're copy you're like making fun of AAVE, African American vernacular, and like don't expect me to be friends with you. Don't expect me to like be for you know. And it was, like, all these words were, like, yas, queen, like, all these internet words and these, like, meme words that everyone uses. I'll let Sneha explain it a bit. Yeah, so I feel like the, the, a lot like of the words post, she used, yeah. it's kind of, like, uh, like, teenage, like, Gen Z, like, like, slang as well. And I feel like the problem with the post is that, like, it's like it's like one thing to be like oh like know where these words come from a lot of them come from like black people black women to be specific you know um and then there's another thing to be like you just can't say these because it's like like it's it's such a big part yeah of, like, like the list was culture. so big and it was like it was like so and there were there was like really like, there was words like vocabulary there was words like bruh and like like yes and like woke and stuff and it's like 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 i feel like that that's like the type of thing where it, it would be like like imagine like someone's like sexist or something like and they're and these people are like oh like look at all these inventions like made by a woman like you wouldn't be able to do anything without all these stuff and like you're not like don't use any of these you should be like oh like know where like all these things come from they come from like yeah. people that you're actually making fun of like I feel like that's like the same type and I feel like if like I, I think like Senna brought this point up like when we were talking about it before but like if you like make like small things like that an issue like it's gonna make like the whole like like thing like the whole movement seem like a joke because like people are like i'm not gonna yeah. stop like using those words like yeah. that's just dumb like they're t- they care about the smallest of things rather than like actually focusing on the big issues which is like a problem with a lot of like the small things that people tend to focus on mm-hmm. and like this person was saying like you can't see these words if you're black and at first when i was looking at the post i was like oh, this is definitely, like, a white person trying to, like, make themselves feel better and, like, fake activism type of stuff. But then I looked at the account and it was, like, actually a black girl. And I was, like, oh, no, it was kind of, like, weird to me. I don't know. And most people were disagreeing with her in the comments. And most people, black people were, and, like, everyone was disagreeing. It's kind of a ridiculous thing. But, yeah. But, like, this I also mean, you're never that... always going to have everyone... Sorry. I was just saying that you're never going to have everybody of the same race or ethnicity or religion or culture agree because that's mm-hmm. just that's just impossible yeah and then um Sam was talking about I think she mentioned this but like this is kind of different but with like LGBTQ um like micro labeling is a problem that it, it's kind of similar to that when like Sam can explain this kind of like she was talking about uh yeah like it's not like like it's like it like it would be like good to compare the two because it's like a lot of people that are part of the LGBTQ yeah, like community, yeah. um, like think that like it's like actually like damaging to the community, like to like micro label being like like there's like labels for like if you like two D anime like characters and it's like it's like weird that you count all of those people as LGBTQ because then like to people that aren't really accepting it's gonna just seem like a joke. You're like. Oh, like, because, like, there's been a few where it's, like, your sexuality changes each day, which is, like, like, I guess, like, people could be, like, could be that, but it's, like, weird to label. That could just fit under a category. Yeah, it could, like, be under a different category. every little thing, you know? Yeah, like, and, 
and like a lot of like popular creators I saw on TikTok actually talked about how like micro labeling is like damaging because it like makes the whole like like whole like 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 group and like society like seem like a joke to people that aren't super like like supportive of them and like speaking of words I saw this like one TikTok of this white woman and she was like talking about how savage is a slur and like I think she was at first American right like I I thought she was like white because I remember like someone duetted her or something but like she was talking about how like savage was a slur and like and like I at first I kind of was like okay like like I guess like uh, like because like because based on like how how many things people are taking offense to like I just like like took it as one of those so I was like okay I guess but like the more I thought about it the more I realized that it's like it's really not a slur because like the meaning that we use now is not nowhere near like what like how it was used towards like not only Native Americans but to like every place that white people conquered they called like they called like Indians (laughs) they called Indians like (laughs) um savages and they called like like African people like savages they like went around and just called people savages and I feel like we have a completely different meaning right now and it's also like such a big um like it's also like one of those words that are like really like big in like internet culture so I feel like to tell people to stop using it it's like really weird and just like kind of going backwards hey guys it's Mandira and Sarah here when we were going through this recording um and just doing some touch-ups before we were about to post it we realized that the last two minutes of audio somehow got cut out Mm -hmm. we had done like the whole reflection sort of thing where we talked about how our views have changed and since that's kind of gone we'll go over a little bit with you guys what like we said so first of all for me I was talking about how I definitely did not think my mindset would change so much about cultural appropriation I thought I would still be on the side that was like it's very bad like people should respect other people's culture and by that I mean they should not be taking stuff from other people's culture but now like after everyone talk- should just stick yeah. to their own culture. Mm-hmm. But now, like after talking to Senna and Sneha, like it kind of makes sense that it's it's sometimes really helpful when people with the platform kind of promote other people's cultures because it makes it it makes things that used to have like a stigma around them seem more mainstream and more accepted. But there is still a line, and I feel like yeah, thousand yeah. And ultimately, the reason um, we do these podcasts, this series, is for people to kind of depolarize and destigmatize having conversations with people of different opinions and views. Because right now, there's, especially in the United States, things are at a very all-time high stress. And it's like, if you don't agree with me, I'm not going to talk to you. And we really, when we say what we think, we don't just mean me and Madeira we mean everybody we mean different people and we realize that especially with the demographic uh and the area that we live in we're not going to be able to get everyone's perspectives but going forward we really want to encourage and try to get people from different viewpoints different classes different backgrounds to speak about issues and how it differently affects us because it affects everybody differently and that was the point of this podcast So we really hope if you made it to the end that you enjoyed it. 
-hmm. And Senna and Sneha were amazing guests. It was so fun to have them. And dare I say, this was one of the best episodes we've done so far. Definitely. Um, I feel like all of our episodes with guests are just so much more fun and just so much more exciting and interesting. So if you know someone who has a lot of expertise in a topic or you feel like you do, DM us on Instagram at what we think podcast and we'll definitely reach back to you and talk about if you can guest on one of our future podcasts because we'd love that. Absolutely. And if you have any future topic ideas, also DM us and you we'll start seeing more uh, interaction on our Instagram. So take care, guys. Until next week. Bye. Bye.